0: It looks like we might break 38,000 today. And if not today, we'll probably break 38,000 on Bitcoin this weekend. And it's pretty apt because if you think about what happened this week, this week was a a real turning point for crypto. We have been in a bull market. No one can deny that. But it looks like after the CZ Binance thing is out of the way, it looks like we may enter the next stage of the bull market, the, the very institutional part of the bull market. And that's the part of the bull market that's going to take us to new highs. The thing that I've learned being in crypto for four cycles now is that Bull markets are actually all about narratives. If you nail the narratives right, if you invest in the right narratives, you'll make life-changing money in a bull market. But then you've got to be able to sell and keep your money. You've got to be able to keep your money and then sell at the top. If you don't get the narratives right, well, you'll make money, but you won't make life-changing money. So today what I want to do is I want to speak about the narratives that are going to drive this next bull market forward. If you invest in these narratives and you invest in these narratives early, I guarantee you'll make money in the bull market, you'll make life-changing money, and if you listen to what I say about taking your profits, you'll even land up keeping it. That's what today's about. It's about the narratives for the bull market. It's going to be a massive show. Let's go. Let's do this. What a brilliant way to end the week. I mean, it looks like we're going to end the week on a high and uh, maybe even get to 38000 this weekend. So I guess we are definitely entering the next part of the bull market. And so that's what we're going to be speaking about today. The next part of the bull market it's the narratives that are going to be driving it and then actually look at individual tokens inside those narratives that are actually going to be driving it. Narratives like AI, narratives like gaming, narratives like real-world adoption. That is what we're going to be talking about here today. But before we do that, it is Black Friday or shall we say, it is the weekend of Black Friday, depending on when when you're watching this. And um, because we are in the Black Friday weekend, I do have a lot of Black Friday specials for you guys. The first Black Friday special that I want to talk to you about, and generally I wouldn't speak so much about Black Friday specials, but it's Black Friday and the deals that you're going to get here today are not not only going to assist you in making money, they're not only going to assist you in protecting your crypto, but you're also going to get them at like once in a lifetime deals. So let's look at the first one, that's of course, our sponsor, NordVPN, they've got an amazing, amazing, amazing Black Friday special. You get 75% off. You pay less than two, less than $3 to secure your crypto. And guys, I've said it to you guys before. If you are in crypto and you are surfing without a VPN, you are exposing your IP address and effectively you're exposing your own address. Just look at this. That's my IP address. I'm in South Africa. Everyone knows this. That means that every single internet application, including DeFi applications that I'm using, no where I am and know what my IP address is. One day, if the hackers want to get hold of me or if the authorities want to get records about all people, say, in South Africa, all they do is they go to the DeFi protocol or they go to the centralized exchange and then that's it. I'm gone. And I don't know if you heard this week when the the Department of Justice spoke, but you may have heard this.
1: And an unmistakable message to crypto
2: and DeFi companies If you serve U.S. customers, you
3: must obey U.S. law.
0: You see, if you serve U.S. customers, you must obey U.S. law. They know when you are surfing in the U.S., of course, unless you use a VPN. Because what a VPN does, I actually want to show you my NordVPN. So this is a VPN. And what a VPN does is it allows you to tell applications that you're actually somewhere completely different in the world. So let me quickly show you what it looks like. That is my VPN. I can pretend that I am in Albania, Argentina, Australia. Just by pressing this button, I'll seem like I'll connect it. I'm connected from one of these countries. And that will completely mask my IP address. And when it does that, it keeps me safe. Now, listen, guys, it's t- on Black Friday only, it's less than $3 a month. And it keeps you and your crypto safe. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you are going to be in crypto, you should be in crypto and make sure that you are completely anonymous. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing here? Also, it'll keep you safe from hackers. So last chance to get these Black Friday specials. They are open till Monday. We, we specifically extended them till Monday for users that are, um, that are watching this, this Friday banter on Saturday and Sunday, but that's it. After Sunday, they won't be available anymore. Um, I'm gonna show you one or two more Black Friday things and then we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of the show. But before we do that, I have a very big apology to make. Yeah, I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing specifically to the Hex community because yesterday I did something quite dumb on my show. I was messing around with the bubbles. I don't know if you remember that. And what I did was I popped all the bubbles. I mean, I popped the Hex bubble and uh, I think I upset the, the Hex community. Now, listen, you guys have been amazing about it. Um, I actually want to show you, I actually want to show you uh, uh, some of the comments that I've got uh, from the Hex community because you guys are the most vibrant community in the world. So uh, th- this one for me is the real winner. He says, look at Crypto Man Run trying to stop real DeFi. This guy's the real winner. I wonder if it's got sound. (laughs) 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 There is a live live picture of me. Uh, Here's another one where I said, I'll never ever pop pop the Hex bubbles ever again. Um, so yeah, sorry to the, the Hex community and the Hex fans. I was just having fun. Obviously no hard feelings intended. Obviously I've apologized to you guys. All right. One more thing before we get into the alpha and the meat and potatoes of the show. If you want some guidance, in this bull market, if you want like your, your held hand, your hand held, if you want to be in specific groups for your trading style, we've got three specific groups in our, in the banter stable, which all have black Friday specials. The first one is Annie, and you guys know her by now you probably love her you know that she was the one trader that actually called the top of the last cycle i think she's one of the best traders i've ever seen in my
1: life if you've been trying to achieve that financial freedom that crypto can provide but your strategies are not bringing the results they should that's because you're probably trading with the wrong tools this black friday i've got something extraordinary for you a golden opportunity to trade like a market maker and live life on your terms I'm Annie, the founder of Trade Trouble Chill. You see me navigate the crypto markets, predicting trends and helping my community thrive. But today, I've got something special for you. For a limited time, grab my exclusive Black Friday package with a jaw-dropping 68% discount. What's inside, you ask? Well, you'll be equipped with the strategies for every stage of the market cycle. You'll join a Discord community that provides ongoing guidance, lessons, and exclusive insights. You'll never trade alone again. Fast-track your trading journey with my custom-designed trading view indicator, video courses, market updates, and much more. To secure your Black Friday deal, click the link below and join Trade,
0: travel, chill now. So there are links below. If you if you click on the link below, you can get the Black Friday special. Here it is. This is the Black Friday special. Twenty five dollars. Just sign up for this uh, uh, Black Friday special. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing offer. Not going to be repeated. Obviously, the links are in the bottom of the show under the Black Friday section. So just look for the Black Friday section, which is over here, and then just here it is. Just click on that and and do it. If you want to trade with Sheldino, Tentino, here's his little
4: watching this video, you probably missed the biggest opportunity to change your life in the last bull market. Now, as you might have noticed, the next bull market has already begun and people are already making insane profits. Now, on this Black Friday, if you want to be part of thousands of people that are already changing their lives through crypto, I have the right thing for you. Sniper Club. This is your passport to a community of like-minded traders, daily trade alerts, chart setups, and live trading sessions. We'll be your partners of success that will help you along your trading journey. It's not just about trading, it's about trading smarter together. And on this Black Friday, you can join the Sniper Club with a 75% discount. This is a limited time offer and you don't want to miss out on the opportunity. I'm Sheldon the Sniper and I managed to turn $400 into a million dollars in less than two years. And my work has already transformed thousands of people's lives. Join Sniper Club now and let's conquer this bull market together.
0: All of, those, all of those videos in there are, are absolutely real. So if you want to join Sniper Club, again, the, you pay $25 a month. It's 75% off. You can see that in the Black Friday specials. And the last one that I've got a special on for you guys today. There's Kyle.
2: a big shift happening in the world of finance. Bitcoin and Ethereum. It will have value. That scares the
4: value at a a much higher number than where we are today. Oh, I think so. Yeah.
2: When they see the SEC seal of approval in this way, I think this will finally bring institutional interest into Bitcoin.
1: The need for crypto. And I believe crypto
2: will play that type of role as a flight to quality. The amount of money coming into crypto is unprecedented. And the biggest bull market crypto has ever seen is starting. Now, what this means for you is you need to be adequately prepared. You have very limited time and you don't have the opportunity to make mistakes which is why we're bringing you something really incredible, which is the Whale Room. The Whale Room, as many of you do already know, is a place where we can all gather together on a professional level. You get trade signals, setups, portfolios. We do challenges. There's a whole lot of alpha in that group. It's your one-stop place where you can reach that financial freedom without making those major, major, devastating mistakes that will ruin your opportunity cost. Now, in the spirit of Black Friday, we're going to do something very, very special for you. You're getting 75% off. Take the opportunity whilst it's still there with both hands and click the link below and join the Whale Room now. All
0: right, so if you want to join the Whale Room, uh, again, I think what you should do is pick your fighter. Try it out for a month. You pay 25 bucks. If you like it, stay. If you don't like it, you can go. Okay, with the formalities out the way, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Let's get into the alpha. And today, I've got a good friend of mine. I've got Tyler from Chico Crypto. We're going to be talking about the narratives for the next bull market or for this bull market. If you want to make life-changing money, you've got to play the narrative. So let's go. Let's get him on the show. Tyler, how are you, my friend?
3: Hey, what's going on, Ran? I'm doing very well. How about yourself?
0: You must be doing really well because actually, I saw this. Uh, I actually pulled up this tweet, which you posted on March 13th, 2023. You said Binance will go under in 2023. They haven't gone under, but I mean, the DOJ has given action. And I think this is something that you've been talking about for a long time. You've been talking about this since 2017 or 2018. Walk me through your thought process. First of all, how are you feeling about what happened?
3: Well, I'm feeling good. I mean, I, in my opinion, Binance is a bad actor. And if we want crypto to evolve into, you know, a global asset class, it's going to have to have regulations. And now we have one of the bad actors out of the space that wasn't following government regulations in all jurisdictions across the world. So in my opinion, it's a good thing for the space and not a bad thing like most people think.
0: So is that why you think the market recovered so quickly? Like the market didn't even respond. You got the biggest exchange. I tweeted the other day and I said, you know, if I were to say to you that the Department of Justice would announce charges against CZ and Binance and the price would be exactly the same 24 hours later as it was before the charges, you would never have believed me. And that's exactly what actually happened. So do you think that the market's basically saying, look, this needed to happen? We're glad that it happened. Now can we please move on to the next stage of the bull market?
3: Yeah, in my opinion, that's 100% the reason Bitcoin's holding so well right now. Um, For the ETFs to pass, you know, um, we need to get the major bad actors who, in my opinion, are manipulating the markets. Um, And if Binance is out of the way, we have one of two actors needed to not necessarily go down, but to have people who will run it. Legally, you know, and follow um, KYC AML regulations.
0: What is the other um, so bad we actor? Have one of two. So, what's the two? Who's what's that other
3: name? bad actor? Uh, Tether. Everyone knows it. it's Tether USDT. In my opinion, like I predicted that it was possible tomorrow they did the one two punch and brought down Tether or announced not brought down but announced charges against Tether and Binance. But in my opinion, it's going to be coming probably before the end of the year tether
0: wow i mean if hold on if you're calling for something to happen to tether before the end of the year that's quite a serious knock to the ecosystem that's not going to be like that's not going to be water off a duck's back i mean that's going to be a serious knock does that mean that you're expecting a big knock before we can move forward and go and get into etf mania
3: yes so i mean The BlackRock and, you know, the other financial institutions, they want their ETFs passed. And I even think, you know, some of the government officials want the ETFs passed, but they're not going to pass them until the two, you know, theorized market manipulators are out of the space. So... It's going to have to happen if we're going to have the ETFs passed. And what it's looking like is they are going to pass those probably early next year. So based off of that, based off what I'm hearing about timelines and everything. um, Yeah, I think Tether is probably going to have something. I mean, it's not going to be, you know, like Jean-Claude Vanderveld or any of the big, you know, names that Tether are going to go to jail or anything. Just like CZ, it's most likely just going to be a fine and probably a few of them are going to have to step down.
0: Okay. And I mean, you sound pretty confident that the ETF is going to get approved. I, th- I always think that the market might surprise everyone. I always say the market is punishes the masses. The masses all now believe that we're going into max pain like, or that we're we going into ETF. Max pain is probably going down, right? So, I mean, max pain would be no ETF and a and, and number go down. What do you think the chances are of that?
3: Um, In my opinion, the chances are pretty dang low. Um, Bitcoin, you know, it is a digital gold of our generation, or it's a gold of our generation. It's digital gold. And um, I mean, as we've seen, BlackRock has called, you know, Bitcoin the future. Um, these guys want it passed. I mean, they aren't no slouches either. You know, BlackRock has had connections to our presidents since George Bush, you know, um it goes back over 20 30 years now you know and they've been involved with the government or the president and they're um and yeah their i mean they they are for,
0: the us go- they they are the us government you could you could basically yeah, they're say they're the
3: financial arm of the us government okay so, so I mean- in my opinion that they're going to you know have to um have Tether and Binance go down, and it's not going to be like brutal, like like I said, you know, jail. They're going to, you know, take Tether out of the crypto ecosystem. They're just going to need people that the government knows they can trust implanted. I mean, if you haven't say, seen who Richard Tang, who took over for Binance, he is a member of the WEF, World Economic Forum. Yeah, know. I saw that. Yeah, so they want people they know they can control, you know, ones that they... They can do the government's dirty work allowed on the exchanges.
0: So I don't know if you've seen this, but this is the chart of the open interest in crypto. And you can see that in the last couple of weeks, the open interest on the CME has beaten the open interest on Binance. And I think at one point it was actually bigger than the open interest of Binance and some of the other exchanges combined. Does this show that like these institutions are coming into crypto and they're making the retail investors basically look like we don't, you know, like you guys had your fun. Well done. It was fun. You know, you guys messed around in the sand pit, but now the big boys are here, daddy and mommy are here and we're going to play with, with real chips on the table.
3: Yeah. So, um, I mean, I posted a video, uh, a month, a month and a half ago talking about this, that tether and Binance are the ones that are going to have to go out. You know, they've been manipulating the markets for their gain, you know, the government, when they get the ETFs passed, they want the market manipulated for their gain. So, of course, you know, the large institutions, large um, um, trading venues like CME and others, they're going to control the majority of the crypto trading volume here within the next five years. There's no doubt about it in my mind.
0: Mm. All right. So, I mean, I, I take it that you believe if the ETF is going to get approved that we're going into a bull market, right? That this is the beginning of course. You believe it? This is the beginning of the bull market, and there's the majority of the upside still to come.
3: Yeah, we've been in the beginning stages of bull market for the past six, seven months. People just it's been hard for a lot of people to see because um
0: we have PTSD. The
3: beginning. We have yeah, PTSD, it's, that's it's, why. <laughs> yeah, everyone has PTSD from the last, you know, going down from 60 K down to 15K. So it's hard for people, you know, to realize, hey, we are in the beginning stages. And even people who have been in the markets for a while, you know, like Ben Cohen. I mean, that guy was calling for altcoins to get slaughtered. And he was partly correct. You know, Bitcoin dominance has gone up. But he was calling for like 60% dominance. That's not going to happen. And he was calling for Ethereum to go way down. That's not going to happen, especially with Ethereum has uh, ETF coming next right after Bitcoin. So, I mean, we get news of the Bitcoin ETF passed. Guess what everyone's going to do? Start front running the Ethereum ETF.
0: So I want to show you something actually quite interesting. So that's the CME chart. Uh, Hold on, let me just get a, a better view there. So this is a CME chart of the Bitcoin open interest. If I flip to Ethereum, look at the increase in the Ethereum institutional open interest in the last 24 hours. And it was the same the 24 hours before. What it feels like is it feels like the institutions are starting to look through the, B- the Bitcoin ETF and saying, all right, this is kind of a done deal. This is January. January, we've got a Bitcoin ETF. And we'll have an Ethereum ETF soon after that. And they kind of like going, look, it's time now to maybe look at the, 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 the Ethereum instead of Bitcoin.
3: Yeah. In my opinion, it's like 50% chance that they could get passed at the same time. Um, As we know, BlackRock has filed for one and a few other institutions have followed suit. You know, if they're going to pass a Bitcoin one, you know, why not just pass them, you know, the ones, all of them. So So, in my opinion, it's um, 50% chance that Ethereum gets passed right alongside Bitcoin.
0: So this is the ETH BTC chart. And just for fun, I'm humoring you here and I'm going, this happens... At the halving, kind of thing. This is like more or less when the, the halving happens. You can kind of see that's when this triangle has to make a decision. Either we go up or down at, at the end of this triangle. Um, in general, bullish on Ethereum or not bullish on Ethereum?
3: Oh, I'm so bullish on Ethereum.
0: More than Solana? Um, the only thing- more than Solana?
3: Of course, you know this, come on, um, uh, t- Solana. Me I mean, I'm not a hater, I am a hater of Solana just because like I've said this on your show before, they're not truthful in what they are, you know, they're a centralized, you know, chain as of right now, you know, very centralized compared to the Ethereum. If they just admit that, you know, hey, we're centralized right now and we're gonna slowly decentralize over time, I'd be a fan of Solana. But, um,
0: but I mean, if aren't. you look at the Nakamoto coefficient, y- you see that they have a very high Nakamoto coefficient, which means that they I mean, on, on, on paper, they're very decentralized.
3: Yes, but as we've seen, the chain goes down, they can restart the chain, you know, that is. I mean, fair but, for... the, fair,
0: but the chain hasn't gone down for 10 months.
3: It hasn't. Now that is true. That is true. And that's good. You know? And um, I mean, if they don't go down for the next, you know, year, I might flip on Solana, but hey, that might be too late. It's doing extremely well lately.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, I went to Solana DevCon, the break, the break point. With, I've been there for going for many years. And the one thing I saw was that Solana, Ethereum is great, but Ethereum is slow and Ethereum is expensive. And yes, you yeah. can have the argument that you can build on a layer two an Ethereum. You can have that argument. Problem is that a layer two, by virtue of the fact that Arbitrum doesn't talk to Optimism, Optimism doesn't talk to ZK, you're ultimately building on a different chain. And so Solana, you can build it all directly on the chain. And that to me just, I mean, why would I build on a chain where I can, you know, have to build on a layer two and a layer two settles to the main chain. Why not just build on a fast layer one chain that actually works?
3: Well, um, I mean, that is good, you know. Um, but one of the things why I think Solana hasn't gone down lately is because there hasn't been too much transactions on the chain, We're, You know, been in the, bear slash beginning stage of the bull. Not many people are, you know, messing around with NFTs, DeFi protocols. As we saw, Solana went down during the bull, you know, when people were. <laughs> so in my opinion, it can't handle the amount of transactions, they say.
0: But I mean, the reason why it used to go down, and I think after this, we'll, we'll, we'll get off the Solana of discussion, but the reason why it went down is because people were doing the equivalent of a DDoS attack because it was so cheap. They were spamming, yeah. spamming it. But now Solana implemented local fee markets, which makes it almost, I'm not going to say impossible, but it makes it almost impossible to take it down in the same way. So, I mean, through a clever piece of engineering, they actually solved that problem. So, I I mean, let's see what happens. Um, I've watched a lot of your content. I'm very keen to get inside your brain and pick your brain for the narratives of this bull market. Because I think in crypto, the bull markets are all about nailing narratives. If you nail the narrative early and correctly. And I think you've got a gift for doing that. I, I, I've been watching your content for years. Um, Thank you. Let's talk about some of the narratives that you believe are going to be strong in, in this bull market. And then maybe talk about, you know, what tokens we can look to if you want to if you want to capitalize on those narratives, what tokens we should actually be buying. So what are you, what are you bullish on?
3: Um well the number one narrative I mean it's pretty obvious especially since BlackRock and institutions like that are getting involved in the crypto markets Larry Fink the CEO of BlackRock has said it the future of financial markets is the of securities um which I is think this was I think you made a video asset. about
0: this if I'm not mistaken so I quickly just shared with the audience so they can see it uh I just want to rewind that part uh, this was on a video that you made a couple of hours ago. Actually, you dropped it th- you dropped this a couple of hours ago. So here it is.
3: Well, CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink, has stated this in a talk at the DealBook Summit. Let's listen in.
4: The entire bond market
1: is being transformed as we talk right now. I believe the next generation for markets, the next generation for securities, will be will be tokenization of securities. Um-
0: so he's talking about tokenization of securities. So. I hear this. Is this the equivalent of what people are calling real world assets?
3: Yes. So tokenization of securities, is real world assets. You know, securities from stocks, bonds, investment contracts, um, real estate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, The next, you know, couple trillion of dollars that is going to move on chain is going to be through security tokenization. So I'm definitely looking at um, crypto projects that are building the future of finance, you know, real-world asset protocols.
0: So what, what do you think? So if, 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 we, if somebody, if viewers here are looking and they, and they want to get into the narrative of real-world assets, I mean, it's clear why they would be bullish because I think it's more efficient to put every real-world asset on the blockchain than the systems that are running today. What are yep. the entry, What are the entry points? I mean, I guess instinctively ETH would be one of the entry points because they're probably going to tokenize this on a smart contract blockchain. I don't think they're going to tokenize it on Bitcoin, right?
3: Yeah. um, I mean, there's a small chance of Bitcoin, you know, security tokenization through ordinals, but... That's going to cause a lot of controversy in the Bitcoin ecosystem because of how slow and expensive it's going to make Bitcoin. We've seen that already through NFTs, um, ordinal inscriptions, and Bitcoin fees are starting to go way up. Um, but yeah, Ethereum, they're going to need it on a smart contract blockchain and Ethereum is looking like a likely choice for a majority of the protocols.
0: What about, so I guess for real world assets, you also need an article, right? So I, I picked up this tweet, I guess that you think that Chainlink is probably a good bet for this next cycle based on this tweet.
3: Oh gosh, Chainlink is finally, it's coming to full fruition. Um, Back in 2018, I actually was a big Neo fan, just like everyone else out there. I was, you know. I was some, too. I was too. I made mistake. I had ant shares. I made mistake. <laughs> yep, ant shares. Oh, yeah. So I was a big Neo fan. And I finally figured out, Um, I mean, they're not a bunch of bullshit, but it was basically a bunch of bullshit. Um, and so I sold all my Neo um, in 2018 for Chainlink at 49 cents. Oh, so wow. I do have a good bag of Chainlink. Um, yeah, and I rode it all the way up, you know, to wherever it got last bull run, twenty dollars, and came back down. But I still hold, have held it, and um, Chainlink, yeah, is going to be the oracle of choice for a majority of these real world assets to communicate with the outside data.
0: What do you think of Pith Network? So Pith Network is the new Oracle that has launched. I don't know how much research you've done into Pith. I, I've done some research into Pith. I'm super, super, super impressed with Pith Network. Um, you were asking, what is the next chain link. What do you think?
3: Um, I mean, it seems like there's going to be a lot of controversy coming here soon. I see some wars going on between Pith Network and the Chainlink, um, Stinky Link Army. Um, because I mean, there may be possibly be some things that Pith Network does that Chainlink can't as of right now, just because of the code they have written. Um, so I don't know if Pith Network is the next Chainlink. In my opinion, Chainlink is the next Chainlink.
0: So so you're not, you're not still looking for, for the next Chainlink. I mean, as you, as, as you guys were looking for here.
3: No, no. I mean, I'm definitely sticking to link for oracles in in the crypto space and beyond. Um, We've seen the partnerships Chainlink has. They're getting recognized by big players like Swift, the DTCC, a bunch of corporations. Um, I mean, Bosch, T-Mobile, and a few others are all, you know, starting to build with Chainlink oracles and becoming staking nodes for them. So... Yeah, in my opinion, Chainlink has the lead.
0: All right, so Ethereum, Chainlink, what else? If I want want access to the real world asset narrative, where else am I going?
3: Well, I mean, you got to go with some of the OG players that have been building this. Um, In my opinion, Centrifuge, CFG has a large lead on everyone else. They started building their RWA platform all the way back in 2017. And that's one thing I've tried to explain to people. Um, Of course, new shiny objects are nice, you know, you want to look at the new shiny thing that comes out, Um, but you got to realize that building blockchain um, protocols and ecosystems and the tools, it takes time, you know, you... Of course, you know, these people are going to fundraise money and have the money, but to build that out, it's going to take, you know, 3 to 4 years. We've seen that in crypto over and over again. It, you know, the technology comes out and then 3 to 4 years later we see, you know, it flourish. So what does so what does
0: Centrifuge do? What 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 is Centrifuge actually?
3: So they provide um real-world loans to um companies so people can pool together um You know, retail, retail investors, um, institutional investors can pull their assets together and loan it out to real world companies. So basically, these companies can get access to capital a whole lot faster than going through traditional financial rails.
0: So they put up their real world assets as collateral to raise money using crypto, uh, crypto to raise money using crypto. And they do this through the centrifuge platforms.
3: Yes, they are able to raise money, um, usually uh, USDC, but I'm pretty sure they also use DAI. But um, they just announced that they're fully going USDC. It's a native um, stablecoin on the platform. And That's- Centrifuge has some close connections to uh, Coinbase. Coinbase has invested in them. So um, if you didn't know, BlackRock is looking at security tokenization. BlackRock has a partnership with Coinbase for um The Aladdin platform, so um, the companies or the users of the Aladdin can trade crypto assets. In my opinion, BlackRock's not going to build out all the, you know, tools themselves. They're going to partner with crypto companies to do this. And so that's why I'm definitely bullish on CFG right now.
0: What about um, at a market cap of fully diluted $263 million still value?
3: Uh, Oh, yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, right. Centrifuge is going to dominate the real world asset space, in my opinion, um, because they have the lead. You know, they've been doing this for years. They have the infrastructure built. So when it really does start to flow in, you know, um, a lot of companies start seeing the value and being able to raise money through CFG than then going through traditional rails. It's going to explode. And I have a feeling this bull run that is going to happen.
0: All right. Next one. So Centrifuge, Ethereum, Chainlink. What else? If I'm bullish real world assets, I want to get into this narrative. I've heard the buzzword RWA. That's the three letters, guys. That's the three letters you keep looking for. What else am I looking at?
3: Well, another one um, I'm bullish on, and I just found this one actually is Goldfinch. Very similar to um, Centrifuge.
0: What's the the token uh, code?
3: GFI.
0: Okay. What does Goldfinch do? Same thing?
3: Yeah, very similar. They are um, able to loan out uh, people's USDCs to companies for the people who loan it out. They get a return on it. And um, this one is the one that I may think have closer connections to BlackRock. They're also um, invested, Coinbase has invested into them. But in one of their blog posts, they specifically mentioned BlackRock by name. So that got me, okay. 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 What else? Yeah, and they're backed by some big people in the space.
0: What else? So we've got Centrifuge, ETH, Goldfinch, and uh, uh, Link. What else? Let's do one more in the real world asset space.
3: Another one in the real world asset space. Um, well, this one is might, I mean, upset some people because it hasn't performed like some people have wanted to. And that's Energy Web. Um EWT. Yeah, I've been bullish on EWT for a long time. They are, of course, real world assets. Um, They're tokenizing, um, you know, energy assets on chain. And I mean, it's been taking a while for them to, you know, of course, get their solutions out because they were waiting on Polkadot to, you know, build out there because they're partnered with Polkadot and they needed to be a parachain. But now they have the EWX um, ready to go. And within the next, I would say by the end of the year, Energy Web is going to have the most transactions of any blockchain.
0: Oh, but hold on a second. You speak about Polkadot. and I think I've actually heard you being very bullish about Polkadot in, in your videos. Here's how I see Polkadot. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not up to date. But they came up with this concept of parachains. And they came up with an incredibly complex method of crowdsourcing or crowd. Crowd auctions, where if you wanted to be a parachain, you'd borrow tokens from the crowd. Dot tokens, you'd stake those, you'd lock those up for two years, and you'd be in the parachain for two years. That model seems to have fallen flat. People are going, why must I do that if I can go to Cosmos and I can just build a a, a, a Cosmos chain using Cosmos SDK? What is the what is the what is the bull case for Polkadot now? I I mean, with respect, I don't see many. I see I see they have great developer activity, or maybe their devs are very 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 um good at posting their dev activities so they seem to have a very strong developer community but i don't see much coming out in terms of projects we have a vc fund and i don't see many um investments that are building on dot anymore there was a phase where you had a whole lot of great projects building on dot but it just to me it just feels like you know the the patient's heart is not really beating very well but i may be wrong
3: yeah and Uh, Yeah, I mean, Polkadot, it has had its problems. Um, They are moving not necessarily fully away, but they are adjusting the crowd loan model. Um, In my opinion, it wasn't the best model either. But um, Polkadot is going to do extremely well because of their um, cross-chain communication protocol. You're going to have different parachains being able to communicate with each other flawlessly you know so one you know parachain can be holding the smart contracts for this type you know basically DeFi tokens to trade back and forth one protocol is going to hold smart contracts for um naming service. how you know? how's
0: that different how's that different from cosmos with their ibc with their with their bridge
3: well um the thing is it can't communicate flawlessly you can't communicate between cosmos chains um without going over a bridge and there is no bridge with um polka dots xcm it's just does it you know so you're
0: still bullish if, i mean you, you're still bullish like i haven't heard great I haven't heard great news i haven't seen great projects building on it but you still seem to be really bullish on polka
3: dot i am extremely bullish on polka dot um we are seeing this kind of in the space too we're seeing like um who was it that just announced Oh, Cardano is building with Polkadot Substrate. I mean, Cardano is seeing the value in Polkadot. And there's a few other, you know, um, layer ones that have decided to start building with Polkadot Substrate. So I'm still extremely bullish on Polkadot. Of course, there's some things that can be improved and they should be improved over time. But um, in my opinion, uh, Polkadot is going to be the chain that allows the real flourishing of blockchains. Like um, I'm talking, you know, 500,000 transactions per second um, in a decentralized manner too.
0: Okay. What about you? You mentioned Cardano. What, what are your thoughts on Cardano?
3: Oh yeah. Charles Hoskinson. Um, I mean, the only thing that scares me about, you know, Cardano and actually Solana too, is in all, you know, government, you know, charges or lawsuits against crypto companies, especially exchanges, they name Cardano and Solana always as securities. So yes. that oh, makes they name me they, worry. May, they name
0: AVAX, they name Elgaran, uh, they name they name everything that's not you know.
3: But it's always the same ones. If you've noticed that, it's always the same, like ten, twelve tokens.
0: Yes, because they all have staking and, yield. Because they all have staking yeah. yield. And so yeah. that
3: worries me about the. But um, Polkadot has staking yield and it's never named.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair point. Um, yeah, okay, so. cool. You did, make another, you did make another video or tweet. Yeah, it was a video. I need to talk to you about this video. You said Elon okay. Musk is about to change crypto forever. You were talking, you're talking about the fact that he started the first bull market with, when he bought Bitcoin and you think that he's going to drive the second bull market. What's the narrative there?
3: Well, I mean, Elon, he, he, he it's in 2021, um, even in 2020, when he started it, his tweets about Bitcoin and his moves into Bitcoin and crypto are what sent the markets. If Elon wasn't there, I don't think the bull run would have been as big as it was. Um, he's behind the scenes working with crypto. I mean, as we've heard, he is turning X into a full fledged financial um, application. And he's even said it. He said it's going to hold all things finances. He said stocks, whatever, and whatever else. And I know the whatever else is crypto assets. And a lot of people are, you know, kind of mad, kind of sad about Dogecoin going down. But Dogecoin is going to send again because Elon is going to 100% integrate it into X.
0: So you think that that dogecoin has a full send again
3: oh yeah there's no doubt about it in my mind um especially if it is you know one of the main payment rails for um x i don't think this is gonna necessarily be the first you know The first rail um, they build, of course, because it's going to take some time. But there is work being done on Dogecoin to allow um, payments. And uh, one of the things they're working on is Radio Doge. So you can send transactions um, on the Dogecoin blockchain without having any internet connection.
0: Okay. I mean, fair enough. Uh if
3: If you want to be able to, you know, make payments in somewhere, you know, remote that doesn't have good access to the internet you're going to need something that works without internet
0: so. okay so we've got uh, real world assets you like polka dot you like doge what else do you like what are the narratives do you like what, what about ai so crypto and ai mix crypto and ai don't mix what do you think
3: yeah, so I am, um, yeah, I think AI is going to do extremely well um this bull run. It's pretty obvious from what's being built outside of Web3 um, with, you know, Grok from Elon and ChatGPT from um, OpenAI and Sam. But. Um, So, yeah, AI is going to do extremely well. But again, in my opinion, people should be looking at the um, builders that have been around, you know, for some time and not the new shiny AI project that comes out because a lot of it is just an idea when it first comes out. So what, what
0: would you what would you be your favorite tokens in the AI narrative?
3: Ocean Protocol, no doubt about that. Okay,
0: tell me why, tell me why. Uh, so Ocean Protocol is, well, is, is, is mainly a Mania data protocol, right?
3: Yeah, it's a data and AI protocol. They actually just put out a really cool product called Predictor. And it actually um, predicts, uses AI to predict crypto prices over the next five minutes to an hour.
0: And how, how reliable uh, is it? How, how good is it?
3: It's been pretty well, doing pretty well. Um, I mean, of course it's not a hundred percent, but it is. I mean, if you are going to, you know, be leverage trading or doing something that you can, you know, lose a ton of money, I would be not necessarily, necessarily relying on this, but looking at it, you know, to make informed decisions. Um they're also um the team behind Ocean Protocol, Bruce Pond, Trent, and um others they were ai and data experts before they started in the crypto yes. industry they i actually met them actually,
0: i actually met them in 2017 in berlin when they when they were building and they are very 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 smart people these are these yeah. are these are the smartest people out there
3: yes um, in the ai space in my opinion they are going to be probably um, the one that builds products that are going to be used not, not only inside of cryptocurrency And that's one of the reasons that, you know, um, they haven't been doing so well is everybody's been looking for crypto products inside of crypto. You know, they want, you know, something that's going to help them make money. Ocean first started building, you know, products that weren't for necessarily for crypto. And, you know, Ocean suffered before because of that but now that they started building you know of course products that can be applied to crypto assets as well and things outside of crypto they've been doing a lot better um i think they got down to like rank 250 on coin market cap but they're shooting back up i think they're close to 200 right now
0: i'll have i'll have, I'll have a will quick, quickly call up the charts of it just so we can we can see it here so that's ocean protocol it is uh ranked we're at 202. So it's actually doing quite well. Let's look at the one-year at the one year chart. That's the one-year chart. So it could be possibly some upside. Any other AI plays that you think are good? I mean, have you looked at BitTensor? Have you looked at any of those? I was
3: just going to talk about BitTensor. Um, that's the other one I'm definitely looking into. Um, I haven't made a deep investment yet, but I have bought a little bit just in case. Um, Me too. But again, BitTensor, BitTensor is one of those new ones, you know, it's going to take like, in my opinion, three to four years for them to build out their full suite of products. Mm. And will that be too late, you know, compared with some of the other protocols that have been building? I don't know, but.
0: What about, so what, so, okay, so that's AI narrative. Anything else that you're looking at? Any other narratives that you think are like screaming, screaming, we're going to ride the cycle?
3: Well, regarding AI, um, Deepin. Decentralized Physical Infrastructure Networks. Not many people know about this narrative, but it's basically a. Um, it, if AI is going to flourish, they need deepen, especially decentralized AI. You need decentralized physical infrastructure networks. Um, I mean, Energy Web could be considered a Deepin, but there's also a few other ones out there. Um, one that's looking very interesting is um, Crest Network and peak network it's actually actually a polka dot parachain but they have some big partnerships with corporations what's the, what's and the our, token
0: symbol for crest
3: um i think it's just k-r-e-s-t
0: so it's that one crest network
3: yep so what's beautiful about crest right now um is it's a kusama you know with polka dot you build on kusama first and then you um you know, once you have your all the bugs and kinks worked out, you make your um Polkadot parachain, chain, which is peak network. And if you hold Crest Network right now, you'll get an airdrop of peak once it launches. And it's supposed to be launching late this year, early next year.
0: I must say this is so refreshing because I had written off Kusama. I haven't heard the word Kusama for, for a long time. I'd written off Kusama and 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 Polkadot and I mean, you're still bullish, and I, I mean that's why I love that's why I, will, I love getting you, you on because you really see things from a, a different viewpoint. You mentioned another one, so you, you mentioned uh, Crest Network. What was the other one?
3: Um, peak Network, but, but that's, that's that, actually That was the
0: Polkadot and 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 Kusama basically. One is on yeah, Polkadot, yeah. one is on Kusama. So one is the the canary yeah. chain, and one is the is the main chain.
3: Yeah, is the main you know corporation corporate chain. Um, but like I said, if you're an airdrop hunter, um, Crest, if you have some Crest, you're definitely going to get the peak airdrop once it launches.
0: Mm. All right, brother, listen, it's been amazing. I mean, what a great way to to end the week and uh, on a week where, yes. where the w- one of the biggest events in crypto happened, it's something that you have been calling for, for a long time. So salute, you, you did call it and it's finally happening. Thank
3: you, thank you. And I just got to say one more thing about Binance. People, okay, a lot of people are like, Finance, CZ is a hero. All I have to say is go read uh, the details of what happened. You know, with finance, they were funding criminals, they were funding terrorist organized organizations, and also child traffickers. Um, they needed to go out for crypto to advance. Uh, it's a good thing, my friends, and let's move forward.
0: Let's move forward, indeed, my friend. It's so good to have you, brother. Much love from the Banta Nice to see you again.
3: Thank you, Ran. Enjoy the um, rest of your day.
0: Hit you man. So Tyler from Chico Crypto, I love his content. I mean, he, as you see, he has a very different opinion, but that's what it's about. We've got to hear everyone's opinions and he's very, 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 very smart. And if you watch the tokens that he speaks about, they usually fly. Look, it is Friday. It is Black Friday. Remember that this show was brought to you by NordVPN. And remember that you can still qualify for the Black Friday special. Now I said, I, I told you in the beginning of the show why it's so important. And I showed you that video. guys. It's Black Friday. You're not going to get a another another opportunity to get this at two dollars eighty eight and still get four months free. There is a link below. Go to the bottom of the video. Click on the NordVPN. and get the top link. The top, top, top link. Just click on that link, and that will that uh, will give you this special. Do it today because it's Black Friday. Save your crypto for the next however however long, so that we can all retire together at the end of this bull run. And then just before I let you go, just before I let you go, remember that we do have other Black Friday specials. There's entry into Sheldon's uh, trading group. There's entry into Annie's trading group. Uh, There's entry into Kyle's trading group. Um, uh, Josh, send me me a, a link to Annie's one as well so I can just show them what Annie's one looks like. They've all got amazing, amazing, amazing specials. So Kyle, 75% off. Sheldon, here you go, 75% off. He has any special uh, offer. Guys, this is it. It's Black Friday today. We've got a few minutes to get this done. Go now. There's links below. Sign up. You can sign up for a month. You don't like it, leave. You don't need to stay. I will see you guys again on Sunday. On Sunday, we're doing a special options trading course for anyone who wants to trade options. Remember, if you want to do that, just sign up with Deribit. Also, tomorrow... On our new channel, which is called In The Game, and there's a link below to In The Game, I'm having a one-on-one with Elio and we're gonna talk about gaming. So I'll see you guys there tomorrow. Remember, there's a link below to join that channel. It's a very hard channel to find. It's at Hustlepedia or at In The Game. See you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.